Okay, welcome back. Uh, we're still in our sermon series called Level Up, and we've been talking about generosity. Uh, we're here with Sean, and uh, you just got done preaching a great sermon, and we're going to be talking about forgiveness, which is always a fun topic to talk about. Oh, yeah. And so, Sean, let's just dive right in. What do you got for us today? Yeah, so forgiveness is, I think, one of the ways that we can be generous in our relationships with other people, and I think it's one that a lot of people know about. Mm. Uh, and I think sometimes we miss uh, some of the approach. Uh, I know as a pastor, um, you know, having these conversations that I've had with people, um, even in the past couple of weeks, uh, but in my years in ministry, man, there's some situations where the first thing that I want to say to somebody isn't, hey, forgive them. Yeah. Because there's, there's some tough situations that people face. And there's a tough situation that God has recorded for us in his word um, it's a short letter in the New Testament called Philemon. It was written by the Apostle Paul. Uh, and to give you a bit of the backstory on it, uh, Philemon uh, was a Christian man. Uh, he was one of Paul's friends, somebody who came to Christ under Paul's leadership. Uh, and Philemon had a servant named Onesimus. Uh, now, Onesimus, the, the story uh, as we understand it is that Onesimus did something really wrong to Philemon. Uh, a general kind of accepted situations that he stole from him and then ran away, both of which is a horrible thing for kind of a servant to do to a master. It's uh, very unlawful. But Onesimus wronged Philemon uh, in a legal sense by stealing from him, by running mm-hmm. away, and also in just the break of trust that uh, you know Philemon wasn't abusive or any, anything like that. We have no context that that was the case. Um and so there's this breach of trust. And so Philemon gets put in a really tough position where forgiveness is not something that's going to be instinctive. Uh, but Paul writes this letter because Onesimus has come to faith in Christ. Um, he, as he ran away from Philemon, he ended up with Paul uh, and comes to faith in Jesus. And so Paul sends this letter back to Philemon, probably in the hands of Onesimus, where he says, uh, th- this really interesting phrase uh, about forgiveness. And so I grew up in church yeah. and I've heard about forgiveness. Uh, and it's always kind of been this concept that, hey, Jesus forgives you, so you should forgive others. It's always how I remember hearing it. It's how I remember reconciling it in my mind. I should forgive. Um, I remember this, the teachings about forgiving seven times, 70 times, right? Oh, like, yeah. oh my gosh, 490 times. Who could <laughs> forgive that many times? Uh, but something that Paul says in this letter he says, although in Christ, I could be bold and order you to do what you ought to do. Mm-hmm. That in Christ, Paul is recognizing this uh, authority that he could just order Philemon to forgive. Mm. And so I was thinking about that, that man, in Christ, it's not just a we should forgive because Christ has forgiven us. It's we have to, we must forgive. Yeah. And so whenever Paul writes that to Philemon, it's it's a different approach than just saying, you know, hey, you you should, or I wish you would. Uh, But he says, no, I could just order you to forgive him because in Christ you must. Mm -hmm. Um, But Paul then says, I prefer to appeal to you on the basis of love. Like that's not, I I don't want to have to order you. I could. In Christ you have to. But I'd rather appeal to you on the basis of love and not on the basis of command. Uh, mm-hmm. And so then we kind of get this new glimpse of forgiveness uh, and what it really means from the basis of love as opposed to just the command of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I like what you said, um, and I kind of want to touch on that, how you were raised in 
in church your whole life, and uh, I'm sure for the people that are listening, that could be their story. What would you say to the people that have been raised in, in church and have heard all the things, you know, all the cliches, of, you know, all the musts, um, to get them off of that autopilot mode and really think about this? Yeah, well, I think uh, forgiveness, again, as a pastor, as a, as a minister, is not something that is an easy conversation to have. Um, we have a lot of situations where people come to us from a place of hurt, mm-hmm. uh, and my instinct is, man, like, let's address this wound, let's talk about this, man, let's comfort this person, and it doesn't always go initially to forgive, 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 mm-hmm. but I think sometimes I never go there, and I think that's been true in the church before, uh, that sure. there's sometimes that we never get to the point where we're saying, okay, well, now let's talk about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is something we have to think about because it's explicit in the Bible. Yeah. It is cut and dry. Forgiveness is necessary as we follow Jesus. And so um, to kind of get away from the autopilot mode, for me, the autopilot was I'm forgiven. I should forgive others. Yeah. Uh, if I don't, I guess that's all right. Uh, I kind of viewed forgiveness as like a spiritual extra credit, uh, like, okay, I'm following Jesus and, I, and I'm you know serving people and I'm giving and I'm reading my Bible. Um, and if I forgive this person that hurt me, that's my extra credit. Right. But that's, that's not true. That's not even close to correct. Uh, yeah. In Luke 17, which was part of the message on Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus is talking with his disciples and, and this group of people, and he tells them, again, it's kind of this forgive right. over and over and over again. And they're blown away. They're like, oh, how could anyone do this? Lord, increase our faith. And Jesus, instead of going like, yeah, you're right, this is really hard for you. Uh, I will like help you to forgive. He instead tells this parable. And basically, it's you don't praise the servant yeah. for doing what they're told. Right. Um, and, and so in, in verse 10, he says, so you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. Right. And so it is our duty to forgive. Jesus makes it plain. Um, it's not extra credit. It's not some side quest. It's <laughs> it's following Jesus yeah. means we must forgive. But he prefers that it's up from the basis of love yeah. uh, because there's something much greater going on in that. Uh, in Colossians, which is another letter in the New Testament, uh, the words here in verse 13 says, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Mm-hmm. Right? There's there's that word must, must again, but as the Lord has forgiven you. God doesn't forgive us out of obligation. He doesn't yeah. forgive us because he has to. Right. Um, he forgives us because he loves us. And so then we come back to Paul's words to Philemon. Yeah. I prefer to appeal to you on the basis of love for this forgiveness. Yeah. And the the seven times seventy you were talking about that's that's total right or that's just for each person? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, um, what would you say to the person that we talked about people that are in church but maybe that aren't churched? Um, and you hear you talked about you talked about motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, would there be somewhere that you could show the listener to today of going, hey, this is a good example of Christ uh, showing that um, maybe to help people on their journey? I know you talked about. There's scriptures that say, hey, you know, this is kind of a commandment. But is there somewhere maybe that you could show them to have that motivation to go, I, I can do this? Yeah, I think I think one example of forgiveness uh, and specifically kind of that seven times 70 forgiveness is Jesus with Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, we know Jesus sees it coming. He knows that it's going to happen. And he tells Peter to his face multiple times, 
you're going to deny me. Yeah. You're going to deny me. You're going to deny me. And, and three times Peter does. Um, and then later at the end of uh, John, whenever Jesus has resurrected from the dead and, and Peter is just sorrowful and he's been carrying that, that weight around, uh, Jesus reinstates him uh, and three times uh, asks Jesus to confirm his love uh, right. kind of for the offense that happened three times. And so Jesus is kind and he loves us and he does forgive us uh, for each offense that we give. Um, and, and it truly is something that is just part of part of his heart. Yeah, um, it, sure. It's not just obligatory. It's not reluctant. Uh, Jesus, uh, it says in Hebrews, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Yeah. Um, and that joy is that people would come to know him mm-hmm. and, and would be with him for eternity. Jesus considers it a joy. Um, to endure what he did uh, and to forgive us. And that's so, good. man, that that is just my word for maybe that person who's struggling with belief, struggling with really stepping into that faith in Christ, that he, he doesn't do it because he has to. He does it because he loves you and he considers it a joy um, that you would be with him. That's uh, good. And, and he knows. He knows that there's hard stuff that we face. Um, of course. And that's, again, where this basis of love comes from. Jesus isn't trying to be cruel. He he doesn't want to order us to forgive somebody who's really wronged us, uh, and and add salt on a wound. He's not he's not like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's not his character. That's not who he is. And and Paul is sharing that same sentiment. You know, he doesn't want to be cruel to Philemon and just order him to forgive uh, right. where there's still a, a, an open wound. He he wants the appeal to be from the basis of love that we would consider the gospel. Man, I would consider Jesus's wounds uh, and my own, yeah. And now, what Jesus did—the wounds that my sin inflicted on Him—he um, still forgives me for that. And when I look at that love, then the basis of love steps into my forgiveness towards somebody else that has wounded me. That's good. That's really good. Any final thoughts that you would have um, for anyone just listening to this podcast today, maybe driving, maybe having a rough day? Uh, what is one thing that you'd want to leave them with? You know, God's word tells us in Psalm 34 that that God is near to the brokenhearted and he rescues those who are crushed in spirit. He knows about the the hurt that we go through, the the brokenness in the world and the fractured relationships uh, that we have. He knows about those and and he is not ignoring us. He's not distant. Um, and, And God also knows that bitterness and unforgiveness will poison us. Oh, yeah. Um, and, And so this command, which ultimately it is, it is a command from Jesus to forgive. It, it is not said in any kind of cruelty to harm us further, to rub salt into a wound. Um, it's it's given as a command because Jesus knows us and wants what's best for us because he loves us so much that we wouldn't carry a burden that we don't have to. The yeah. wound hurts enough. For sure. Um, when we forgive, we're letting go of the weight. Mm-hmm. And so that, that would just be my encouragement that from the basis of love, is the advance of the gospel enough to forgive? And the, the hope is yes, and, and the prayer is yes. Uh, if not, is the command of Jesus enough? Both are for your are for your good. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's not just for the basis of love, can it be forgiveness simply because Jesus says so? Yeah. Um, and just trusting in his character, uh, that good. he is good and that he loves us. It's very good. Well, awesome. Uh Pastor Sean, thank you for sharing that. I know that's going to help people, and it's very well said. Uh, like I said, we're in our our series, Level Up, and we've just been talking about what what better ways to 
help us grow in Christ and be better and, and you know, take those next steps to grow. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about serving. So please tune in for that. And just again, Pastor John, thank you. Until next time, guys.